3: my talkers four o'clock on a tuesday afternoon it has been a lot of emmy talk and we're gonna do one more segment on it because we cannot skip the fashion boy was there some great fashion last night Lori and julia am i not wrong
0: yeah julia i felt like the stylists got their act together again i know that you know the zoom one was a hard one and then last year the socially distance and not so many people showed up but this just felt like for the most part, it was really good gowns and the e red carpet was, uh, Lonnie Love was terrific.
2: She, she looked like a million bucks too. But, but she, yes, was she was a great. natural
0: flow and she Laverne seems to have gotten better at it, but she still asks everybody, ah, tell me the story no. of the look you're wearing. What is the story you're telling me with this look tonight? That's I what she has, everybody. I almost died. I hate that Tell me question. the story of
2: this outfit. I hope
0: that uh, at our Project Down and Dirty Film Fest, somebody asked us that on the red carpet. Tell me the story this outfit's saying. That this outfit is telling you right now. But well, anyway, it was a good red carpet. And Christian Siriano, one of the top designers of the night, he dressed Jean Smart, who won her fifth Emmy Wen, second for Hacks, who looked, that was such a glamorous Gown and she white had that gown. from last
2: year. You know, I don't know if you no. got that because I watched the whole red carpet this yeah. morning. And she had had that dress from last year, but went with a different one. She goes, I don't know why this is so fabulous. It's so stunning yeah. on her.
0: I thought she she, she looked amazing. She Melanie looked amazing. Linsky, who was nominated for Yellow Jackets, she was in what someone on Twitter called one of the floofy dresses of the night, and yes. that was Christian Siriano, and she. Just told, the, I can't remember who she talked to on the red carpet, if it was Lonnie or Laverne, but she said he came to her house. She said he made something that was for me and my body. She was just Laverne. She yes. was so adorable about she it. really was. And Jason Ritter just looks at her with hungry love eyes. It's so sweet. And then Laura Linney, who got put on some people's worst dress, she was in a white
2: gown with scalloped black piping that I thought was so stunning on her. She looked really pretty. It would remind people of kind of a suffragette outfit from with the caping, you know, and stuff a little bit. But she looked really... I was bummed she didn't win. Same. I wanted wanted her her to win. win. I
0: wanted Wendy... uh, William... I mean, Wendy Bird was one of the most... I uh, wanted her to win. But I'm glad Julia Garner won because Ruth was the heart of Ozark. That show...
2: I thought Lizzo's dress was amazing. Loved that. Lizzo's, I thought, I really loved. Robin
0: Thede, also from Black Lady Sketch Show, she wore that eggshell blue. She was also in um, Siriano. And she was very funny on the red carpet. I wish Black Lady Sketch Show won instead of SNL. Have you watched that? I've never watched it. Oh, it's hysterical.
2: It looked funny. It's
0: very funny. It
2: looked funny. I I thought... Hannah Waddington, Waddingham, Waddingham. I'm I'm gonna call it because I'm getting Paddington mixed mm-hmm. up because she's from across the pond. Mm-hmm. She yep. was the most enthusiastic. She always is. Yeah, she really
0: is. Um, she, what was she wearing? That was, she also was wearing a, that like was a kind of dress, kind
2: of a Cinderella, um, gownish. I wish she and Juno, Dolce and Gabbana.
0: Oh, Dolce. Okay, uh, because so was Jennifer Coolidge and mm-hmm. Dolce and Gabbana. I wish Juno Temple was wearing Hannah's dress. He's and too Hannah was wearing
2: uh, her dress. I wish they'd swap dresses. Juno Temple is so skinny that she, with this type of a tight corset, she would she look have worn it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't look good because I've seen her in some other stuff. She's that's very tight. thin. She's just too skinny yeah. for it. But, I
0: did not like, um, you know, Kaylee Coco made her um, red carpet debut with Tom Pelfi from Ozark, who yes. played Wendy's brother. And she had some kind of a Barbie core, Katy Perry esque. Costume dress. A mullet on dress. A mullet dress, but it was also yeah. a floof dress. It was that was the worst dress. I think of so the too. Night.
2: I think that one was mm-hmm. pretty bad. I loved Lily James Shiny Versace with uh, the copper tones. I like her. I I, I loved that dress. The, the here's gonna be my fashion stylist.
0: I do not like a chrome copper dress with chrome copper hair, and comb copper, copper makeup. She was tone on tone. She was too tone on tone. Yeah. Alexander, Alexandria Daddario from White Lotus. Thank her, you. Her stylist, though, never took a photo of her, and she was, many women were wearing white on the red carpet, and her dress was completely see-through, and she's got beautiful. She's <laughs> but she's you can see her nipples on yeah, the red carpet. carpet, and I thought, is anyone going to call anybody, or maybe this is Part of it, but when she stood up and kissed her old man husband, I'm terrible,
1: when White Lotus
0: won, you know, because he is, he's... He's 20 years older. A little bit older than that, Mm -hmm. and she's just so, but anyway, someone must have told her, because when they went up on stage, she crossed her arms. When the White Lotus
2: won. Yes,
0: because someone finally, you know, told her, and not that... It wasn't even that bad, but it was there. Oh, you could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Normally, a stylist would you'd put on nipple covers, unless you know you're doing something where you're like you want your nipples to be exposed, like what Kim Kardashian does or something like that. Right? She just strikes me as someone who had no idea that was going on, so I felt bad for her. But that dress was Dior.
2: It's beautiful
0: and gorgeous.
2: Beautiful. She, her makeup, her red lips. Her, her dark hair. hair, the blunt cut, she looked gorgeous. Same. One so, of my
0: favorite and Amanda Seyfried, who won for Dope Sick. Not and,
2: Dope Sick. She or, won for the Dropout. The drop which is the Tiernos, Elizabeth Tierno story, which I'm still wanna finish. Yeah. She's really good in that. That was and you
0: could tell she thanked her dog Finn. She teared up, you know, she was really and on the red carpet she said she was wearing Armani purvey and that dress. It fit her too. It was my perfect. favorite pink. Now let's talk about Kerry Washington wearing the white gown that was long in the back and short in mm-hmm. the front and wore with black
2: tights. It was shades of the 80s. It was totally the 80s. I loved it. Yeah, I kind of did too. I loved it. Because it kind of brought up the party vibe. It was fun. It yeah. was fun. And I liked seeing a good back. pantyhose back inside. Yeah, I, I like them.
0: Let me tell you, they are wearing patterned pantyhose everywhere in Paris. Oh, really? I didn't notice that until the end because the first four days was so hot. It was so hot, people wouldn't even put them on. No, but but p- p- pattern pan, pantyhose was everywhere. I love
2: that. And yeah. Zendaya's strapless <gasps> Valentino gown. She is kind of. That's
0: a vintage she's, Valentino.
2: She's. Perfection in her speech. I hope we have that somewhere. And if we don't, Grant, we'll play it later in the show because she's lovely.
0: Oh, yeah. She's the youngest double Emmy winner ever. She's
2: What was her
3: name again?
0: Zendaya.
2: Zendaya. Zendaya. Okay, I I think I have hers. Euphoria. She's lovely. Oh, I I like her, too. And then I also love how much I loved Andrew Garfield in his white (gasps) suit. He looked handsome for the first time ever
0: agreed julia he First was, time ever. and jared Car- carmichael who won for his uh comedy special um i love that he was wearing puffy's old mink coat and then a bare chest and
2: and satin tuxedo i to, he, i loved it. he's so funny if yes, you haven't seen that Netflix i haven't special. seen it and i'm going it's, to uh, mm-hmm. he is so dry and slow mm-hmm. And funny and just holds
0: it. Yeah. How about Elle Fanning? I was so delighted on the red carpet that the great, because the costumes on the great are amazing. And she asked the costume designer to make her dress because back in the olden days, Edith Head, I think she was at MGM, she would do the Oscar dresses for the stars of MGM. They didn't get a designer. Edith had the costume designer because she intimately knew everybody's figures and knew what silhouettes. So she was so excited. And I really liked that dress. But her pinned up Fifties, sort of whatever that hair was. I was like, oh, but that's so hard. She was so she was darling. infectious. Yeah, with enthusiasm.
2: Was. You couldn't even cut it down. I thought because yeah. she's so she was
0: so happy. Yes, I agree. She was very very happy about it. But I kept being distracted by the hair that the was hair blowing. Was the hair was. That's just when us. That's when you know sometimes people don't always get it right. As far as like that, you're you need to be head to toe in a certain look. Yeah. And sometimes I think you have to go with your instincts about your hair. She but
2: <laughs> I wanna they watch The Great because she's so, so funny. She's
0: so cute. And it's such a good show. And Nicholas Holt is amazing. And like with Quinta in that Dolce and Gabbana, that was, that was the best bronze dress of the night. Oh. And she and Juliet Lewis did the sheer. Over the knees, right up to the fat, the thick part of your arm. I won't say the fat, they were part, but the thick gloves. They were pantyhose gloves. Yeah, I I thought they were gar- darling. Yeah, they looked so yeah. great. But I just thought, wow. I mean, that's a that's a strategic move there on a hot day. I would say to wear a mesh glove that comes right to the
2: center thickness of your. <laughs> we have to touch on the fashion more later. We will. But we we got to come back. It's yeah, time for will. random thoughts. This is Lori and Julie. Am I might talk about-
3: Julia's random thoughts
2: he looks like that puppet I don't know he's had cheeky implants it's just random that's all it is okay so this is um a couple things happened and I wish this would have happened a few years back like eight um to be specific yes the new iPhone 14 whatever has some new features on it Lori are you getting sucked into this Apple thing again uh, well, we all, most of the world uses them. So but this you is know, for
0: Apple uses fear to get you to upgrade. I'm
2: not upgrading. This, this is, is a I'm decent gonna, upgrade. This okay, is a decent. I mean, I'm just. This saying, let me tell you the right, story. Fine. Good it's, God, they're a
0: fear factor phone company.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not. I this has nothing to do with that. But no. they now have something that you wish they would have had
0: Eight years Way ago. back when,
2: mm-hmm. um, users can edit or unsend a message in an i that if you send an i message to someone. Within fifteen minutes of sending it Is that a text? Yeah, if you send a text to someone okay. you called it an iMessage. Well that's I what you call it iMessage. well. On I think iPhones. an
3: iMessage is from iPhone to iPhone. So I'm not a hundred percent sure if it's with every like droid droid. Fine,
2: but, but majority of people have iPhones. So yep. if you send a message to someone who also has an iPhone and you might say something you don't wish you wouldn't have said yeah. or you push the wrong button or you sent it to the wrong people, you can unsend it. But that, how do you know they haven't seen it? Doesn't matter. If they didn't screenshot it.
0: It didn't exist, so it's just going to cause fighting. See the fear factor, phone company. This is pure evil. No,
2: I don't see it as fighting. I see it as an opportunity to
0: take your words back. Yeah, but you still said it, and now you're just going to get people lying. Now this is a terrible idea, Julia. I I don't like this idea. Well, Twitter's doing the same thing with that. I don't think it's necessary. Save well, yourself from well, a you drunken embarrassment. made text. a
2: mistake with texting, Lori. Yeah. So, those yeah. of us who maybe have you mean in our like lifetime. sending a nudie
0: to somebody no, who not could nudie. take back that. I mean, a sexting, that seems to be the best reason for doing this. Well, I've never done unsex, that. So, that isn't
2: that. Unsected.
0: <laughs> uh, that would be very important because here's what happens with sexting accidentally sending something you didn't mean to mm-hmm. like you're in your gallery well, that's what i'm trying to tell yeah. you that's but i'm talking about that it's for the photo not the words that's where i would see this oh. being more of a whoo oh yep. my god i sent that to dad i didn't mean to send that picture to that's my dad a
2: lot people so I, you can unsend it
0: that's they, the best part of that is unsending the photo. not so Whatever much, it is. Yeah, whatever. whatever it is,
2: but you have an opportunity to get something back. You've never had that opportunity before. Okay. So I think that that, don't you think, Grant, that's a good one? Oh,
3: I'm all for it. Yeah. yeah. There's been a couple of drunken texts that I wish I could have taken back.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, and but that's life. Yeah. You said it, you did, <laughs> it, you did right, it. Right, right, right. doesn't mean, a mean I didn't do it. photo
2: to your mom or your dad or your chain of friends. And that's the only one. Yeah, I just thought that would have been nice to have sometime. Okay, so this is kind of, this is a first, but this is the latest phenom across the country. Um, there is a new museum that is opened in um, the Northtown Mall, which is called the Museum of Selfies. Is that here in Minnesota? Yes. Northtown. It's in Blaine. Blaine. That's what I thought. It's in Blaine. So they offer, it's, um, It's a woman was walking, Phoenix Miller was at Northtown Mall in Blaine. She passed the Museum of Self and yeah. wondered, what the hell hell is that? And so now she's 12 years old and she's intimately acquainted with, right now with what it is because it's Twin Cities Premier Selfie Museum. And she's visited eight times. There's 30 different whimsical backgrounds. And it's better than taking photos, you know, for the photo people that are just all about doing Instagrams and TikToks and photos. You have a background. So these are these museums of self are popping up all over the country. And if you want to keep backtrack, it's $25 and you can have an hour to snap as many shots as possible in front of installations that include kids' cereals, old time phone booth, walls plastered with records, magazine covers, there's a Pac-Man wall. There's a money gun that shoots out money at you that you could have do selfies in front of. And then there's a 360 degree. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trigiani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I
0: have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman,
2: photo booth that allows guests to sing and dance while they record, like the ARP booth we did it in at the the State Fair. Very fun. But it's, people are loving this. I believe that. This mom said, you know, I've been taking pictures of my kids every month since they've been born, and I always look for new places, and now she's excited about this. Another person just said, it's fantastic. You could go to the
0: museum and take 25 photos, and then you'd be good for like two years.
2: Two years, (laughs) and that... People, they have a dressing room where guests can change into multiple outfits. Good idea. They offer a selfie stick. They offer tripods. On Fridays, guests can bring their pets. I just think this is funny. They also are booking for special events. Very clever. Baby showers and birthday bars. Mm -hmm. The Museum of South. Mm-hmm. Northtown it. Mall has not seen a lot of new things in a while. Yeah, they no. probably,
0: that's a good way of getting some traffic into the Northtown Mall. And, you know, speaking of selfies, the last time Casey and I were in Paris, which was, I think, four years ago, everywhere we went, people they were sticks. selling selfie sticks and
2: people were using selfies. They drove me crazy in Italy.
0: Guess what? Gone. Mm-hmm. There must be something in the new phone upgrades that takes better pictures from just your hand length. We didn't see one selfie stick for sale. We didn't see one, not even a tour group with their selfie sticks. So that is like a
2: thing that was here four or five years ago. And it's gone (laughs) bye-bye. It's gone bye-bye. Well, tell me if you think that this is a good thing. Well, first of all, The Crown Season 1 re-enters Netflix Top 10 with the Queen's Passing. Um, I, I
0: noticed that on Sunday we just looked at what was trending, what's yep. everybody watching. And Casey goes, "Is there a new crown?" Because that's a show we watch together. I go, "No, that's reinterest in, in the Crown season, season one." Is it season, season one? Season one. Yep. The Young Elizabeth. Yep. That was so a that's, great episode. That was hard a, to believe. Matt Smith is the same guy from the House first, of Dragons. Yeah, House of Dragons, yes. Yes. and then that those first two seasons.
2: And Netflix might stop releasing off all the entire season at one time from the binging because they need to get more word of mouth started on their shows. Yeah. And I, the one I'm thinking of is that movie that they did Um, that Gray they spent man? the great man, man that they spent all the money from and it's yep. done and bing, but that was a movie. So I don't know where that would come into play, but for Stranger Things, you could have spread it out a little bit more, get people into it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, that's the biggest thing is money there. That's why, to prevent the one-week free trial, right. you wait till it's all done, then you just binge it. Right. Yeah, that's you know? how
0: people do it. Right. So yeah. if you
3: re-release it over a period of time, mm-hmm. it pre- kind of prevents that right. a little bit. i <sighs>
2: glad
0: so I'm not a TV executive. That's going to be <laughs> that. Reading
2: the tea leaves. <laughs> yeah. No, that is all going to be happening. And then... Um, I don't think we have time for my next one, but I'm just gonna say that our next guest is Neil Justin from the Star <laughs> Tribune, and he'll be right with us after this nice traffic report from Grant. There's a little Halsey singing
0: so good. I do like that song. I love the voice. And Grant is doing um oh he did his magic. And Neil Justin, who covers uh all things media and um, comedy and comedy for the starch Moon is joining us.
2: Hello, Neil. Hi, Neil. Hello. Okay.
0: So Neil, let's start with just overall. What did you think of the Emmys last night? The actual show itself?
1: The actual show itself was kind of an old fashioned throwback. Uh, not terribly edgy, a lot of corny one-liners and dance numbers, um, you know, elaborate sets. And, uh, I wish they would have scrapped some of that and allowed uh, the winners to talk for more than 45 seconds. But, um, you know, in terms of the honorees, uh, I thought it was a decent balance of old favorites and uh, some fresh faces. Mm -hmm. Uh, I give them some credit for acknowledging shows like Squid Game and and Abbott Elementary. Yes. And and a few others, uh, people like Lizzo, um, that, um, you know, kind of broke it up a little bit. It wasn't just all the old favorites
0: right i know you i was looking at your story from um uh, sunday or whatever day who will win and who yes. should win you got a lot right in your will win neil
1: yeah i did pretty good did. um lizzo surprised me yes. um because uh, that show's been dominated by by shows like the amazing race and top chef and RuPaul. Right. hall right um so she broke through there and and I was kind of hoping that Dope Sick, I thought Dope Sick would win over The White Lotus, but, um, The White Lotus was a favorite in Hollywood. Yeah, uh, it was. But I was uh, very pleased that Michael Keaton won. Uh, Same. he's a favorite actor of mine and it was, uh, he gave a great speech and it was a nice way to start off the evening.
0: Yeah. I did. I've never, I didn't realize that he's never won an Emmy or an Oscar or, and he seemed very moved at winning.
1: Yeah. I think he's a guy who a lot of people had forgotten about mm-hmm. uh, he had a few movies that didn't do very well and he sort of disappeared into Montana for a while and yep. um, would pop up here and there but didn't have a big hit and then you know along came uh, Birdman and Spotlight and uh, some other great performances so I think he's somebody who's grateful that he's gotten kind of a second chance and yeah. has taken full advantage of it and it's kind of proven to be one of our I was always a big fan of his and sort of missed him and and he's had as great a comeback is as anyone
0: yeah that that is so true we were so delighted that um julia garner who who's nominated for playing well two nominations last night cuz she was nominated mm. for inventing anna but i feel like ruth has been one of the most incredible tv characters we've ever seen on tv as far as who she was and i i i can we both wanted we were rooting for um you know wendy bird played by yes. Laura Linney, to win and and Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, but I was—we were so happy about Julia Garner winning that. I just think she's terrific.
1: Well, she's—this is the third time she's won that um, for that role. Yeah, uh, I guess so, I'm happy
0: every I, damn time.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Um, you know, I kind of feel like a couple is enough. And okay, uh, there were some other people that you know, but that's the end of that series. So yes. um, she can't win anymore for that. Uh, so. Um, there'll be some new blood there in the future, but she's a she's an actress that um, is obviously going to be around for a long time and um, should probably win a few more before it's all said. Yeah,
0: she's kind of chameleon like, like a Kate Blanchett or Nicole Kidman. I just feel like how she disappears into things. So, uh, and I know I read that Bob Odenkirk. I mean, I really thought that Better Call Saul would win, but I guess I didn't realize because of the split season. That Better Call Saul will be eligible for next year's Emmys now, too, because of that split season thing. Yeah, did.
1: and I think Rhea Seahorn, who lost out to Julia Garner, will be the front runner next year, because she was really strong in those final episodes. Yeah, she was. Um, I don't know if Odenkirk will ever break the route, but, <sighs> um, you know... Um, He'll have one more chance, and it is possible.
0: Yeah, He looked was, like us. I almost didn't recognize him. I'm like, is he on the red carpet? He stopped and talked, and I'm like, is he filming the sequel to Mr. Nobody? Because he is very, <laughs> you know, can change his appearance so much.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, sometimes they give out that award, that best actor in a drama, sometimes right near the end. I remember... Andre Brower from Homicide Life on the Street would get overlooked oh. year and year again. Yeah. And finally, in his final season, they gave it to him. I think it was Friday Night Lights was ending, and they finally gave it to Kyle Chandler yes. in yes. his final season. So so that could happen in the case of Odenkirk.
2: Yeah. Did, Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, did you think White Lotus deserved as many as they won?
1: No. Yeah, uh, I, I. I was happy Jennifer Coolidge won. Yes. Sure. Um and I expected her to win and she's just somebody who's been around a long time and has uh, provided a lot of laughs. And she was really interesting in that, uh, miniseries, but mm-hmm. I thought dope sick was a superior work. I and so I bad. also liked Pam and Tommy better than I liked white lotus. Yeah. And I was hoping Lily James was going to win because I thought she was so terrific in that. That, that was a really interesting project that totally surprised me how sympathetic Pamela Anderson particularly came across and yeah and how I mean, they dealt he, with that the balance of comedy and pathos
2: yeah I,
1: I really recommend that to people i it it was not something I thought I would enjoy as much as I did and it was it wasn't just tawdry there there was some heart to it,
0: well, and I you know i Julie and I were like we were. Following Pamela Anderson on Twitter and she was an Instagram. She was, she was so, telling people not, she was so upset about it. I feel like, so we decided yeah. in solidarity we wouldn't watch it with her. But as the show kept going on and I read some things, it was like, no, this show is really taking the side and showing through the lens of how badly she was scorned and mocked and vilified. Yes. And Tommy Lee is, just gets to be a rock star and just showing the really the uh, polar opposite. Thing of what Pamela Yeah, was she probably about.
1: hoped it would just go away, but I think if she actually sat down and watched it, she'd see how sympathetic and strong she she mm-hmm. comes out, but she might not be in the best perspective to judge that. Right. That's true. Um, all right,
2: Neil, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, you so hi, first of all, hello. <laughs> um, long time no see, and um, did Who's you... Whose fault is that? Yeah, I right? know, it's I, know. Well, I was thinking even today you should have come in studio.
1: Well, it's a little late now. I know. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Okay, so here I'm thinking, Lori and I thought the, that the Emmy people were lazy this year because Succession got 25 nods. Ted Lasso mm-hmm. got 20. Mm-hmm. Only Murders in the Building got 17. We just kind of felt like they were so lazy. And looking at the
0: whole, because there's so much TV, we get that. Right. But And they were also lazy in the producing of the show last night by... Really seriously sticking to that forty-five seconds for the majority of people. They didn't play off Gene Smart, but we want to hear that thing. But also the the cool setup they had. They did not their camera people. We didn't get the reaction shots like we usually do. We just like the, the the front tables. They they like weren't panning. That's just a producer thing in me that I don't even. I just feel like that was a a missed opportunity by the Emmys.
1: Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, year after year, they they do the same thing. They have these big dance numbers and elaborate sets, and presenters doing corny jokes, and and I I don't know why they think that's what we want. I mean, uh, I I don't know how much they're playing to that room, and maybe the people in the room want to see the big dance numbers yeah. and and these long m- montages to you know let's salute drama, and they show two and a half minutes of clips. Well, yeah. I mean, if you scrap some of that stuff and some of the lame filmed comedy bits, would there have been more time for acceptance speeches? Does yes. the president of the academy have to give a three minute speech no. on the state of television? Yeah. I mean, that was these things are just, uh, they do them year and year again, and then they cut out the reason I watch, which is the acceptance speeches. So exactly. I don't get it. Um, but, uh, they, 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 they can't seem to shake that. Um, and I think it's a lot because the same people end up directing these, yes, these right. things. And it's interesting when somebody like Steven Soderbergh directed the Oscars a few years ago. Yeah, and remember it, that. it had a different look. It had a different feel. Not everybody loved it, but it was different. It was. And, um, uh, I would. You know, have Quentin Tarantino direct the Emmy some? Yeah, oh,
2: I love that. No, I, mean, I it love you know, yeah. true. And just see what he does with it. Yeah. Okay, so I have a question for you because we're almost out of time. What are you loving right now that we should all get on board with?
1: Oh, uh, let me. That, that's an easy
0: question, Neil. There's only a gazillion shows.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, you know, people should still check out Lord of the Rings. I think it's pretty interesting. You they've, do, okay? They you know they they've done something um something interesting there um How about the patient uh, there's it's a uh, i'm trying to think of, of the name of it now the um uh and i'm drawing a blank it's um the animated series that just came on netflix is partly animated and um uh i'm i'm drawing a blank but it's right. about um um a, a doll who's um uh a stuffed animal who's uh <laughs> uh, uh Separated from his owner. It's kind of like Toy Story. Oh, okay. Uh, that was absolutely terrific. It's from the director who made Spider-Man into the universe. And that is uh, absolutely fantastic. And I'm sorry I'm blanking on the name. That's okay. Will it be it, trending
0: uh, along the Netflix on the top line?
1: Do you think yeah, it's a it? family uh, entertainment. Okay. And and the then, animation is really cool, and and that's a lot of fun. Um, and you wrote about the patient. For, for the new season. What's that?
2: You wrote about the patient.
1: With Steve Carell? Oh yeah, that that's great. It's a great performance from um um Steve Carell. And it's uh it's kinda if you like the movies like misery, um, you know, I think um I think you really like it. It's a psychological thriller and it's fun to see him do uh, you know, something a little more serious. He's he just turned out to be what a great actor. Yeah, he's he is.
0: I mean, look at how good he was playing the Matt Lauer character in the morning show.
1: Yeah, he's just great. And the name of that series is called Lost Ollie. Okay. Lost Ollie.
0: Okay. Thank you.
1: Um, so that, that's my favorite thing I've seen in the last, last few weeks. And it looks like a kid's show, but it, it's, it's darker than that. Um, yeah, I mean, kids could watch it, but it, it's not just for kids. It's, it's, it's pretty dark. Not, not in the way that kids will have nightmares, but, okay. um, there's a lot going on there. I really highly recommend that.
0: Very good. Well, I'm then, glad you asked that, Julia. I thought no? it's a stumper of a question because, I mean, I don't know if we've ever had more shows to watch.
1: Uh, we haven't. And, um, <laughs> you know, we'll we'll see. Uh, some of the streaming services seem to be in trouble. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But um, enjoy it while you can. Yeah, we no will. No kidding.
0: Neil, we enjoy you when we can. And thank you for being thank with you. us today. And we promise not to have it be so long between visits.
1: All right, talk
0: to you soon. Okay, thanks, Neil. You can can follow Neil on um, uh, Twitter at Neil Justin, or, of course, pick up a copy of the Star Tribune. They had very great photos from the Emmys last night. We'll be right back with Hollywood Speak. All All right, right. I think these uh, exclusive headlines coming from page six are a direct response to a joke that happened at the Emmys last night about uh, when uh, uh, Kenan Thompson, who was a very good host, Said Zendaya just turned 26. That's a weird age in Hollywood. You're young enough to play a high school student, but you're too old to date Leonardo DiCaprio. What's the headline today in page six exclusive detail? Details new couple Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid spotted at Fashion Week. Oh, yeah. Okay, but... L- hey, she's he- how old? 27. That's oh, right. that old crone. And <laughs> she's had a baby. Yeah. Um. No, these are both of them have something to gain from this
2: absolutely they were
0: at a vip thing at this you posted the photo of serena the vogue world yes. runway yes they were in the vip section she was at a table with her friends yeah kendall jenner and he yes. was at a table with his friends his yes. kitty posse yes in the same vip area but this helps her because that lifts her yes okay because we haven't really had anything you know we just have the oh her and you know what's his name and mm-hmm. the mom and that all that. and then Leonardo he as maybe didn't like all the graphs that were put together about all the aged out girlfriends and right the scientific charts that us weekly and other entertainment people put right. out even Dion Warwick is in on it this afternoon. I just heard about Leonardo DiCaprio's 25-year twenty five year rule. His loss. You don't know what you're missing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Dion, she's always he on point.
0: He's literally getting trolled by everybody. So oh. this is just a nice PR. Yeah. Um. Don't you agree? Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. Just a spin and go ahead. No one's going to argue with it. No. no. You know, they're not really ever going to. They, they're spending time together. Yeah, they're at not going to date. And, uh, yeah, come
3: on. No.
0: Okay, so uh, what do you make of, uh, last week there are no performances of the Music Man on Broadway because Hugh Jackman was promoting his new movie, yeah. The Sun, for which he's getting excellent reviews. He was in at the Venice Film Festival too, wasn't he? I yeah. Think, I believe so. Well, guess what? what? Guess what? He's the only, they can't, they just shut the show down. Yeah, they
3: cut it out. They <laughs> just shut the
0: show down. It's going to close in January. Yeah. Because without him,
3: it's nothing.
0: It's nothing, is what the what the they're power finding. Because of Hugh Jackman. the power of Hugh Jackman, and they expect the reason it's going to close in January first is because they expect he's going to be on the Oscar campaign trail, oh, the I award love it. show trail. I
2: love it. This sounded like a cool movie, though.
0: The Sun, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, that's kind of too bad because. Uh, well, well, was he's going to pay for the 76 trombones. There's been a lot doing of people. It lot. Yeah, I, I know, know. I know. It. Okay. He's doing it a lot. Um, here's another one. Uh, people in the UK are absolutely furious with Prince Petty and King Petty, Charles and William, <laughs> and uh, not that Harry, Harry, Prince Harry is not allowed to wear his military uniform with his ribbons because he's not a working royal. So only the two.
2: That was that was what was said though. I mean, so they they're, they that already was stripped, Laurie.
0: No, but Julia, they could change of course that. They the,
2: could, of course, they could. But I, yeah. I watched
0: the. the I, you watch all the coverage? Listen, here is what Prince He hasn't said anything. He's not protesting no. it. This is William and and. Okay,
2: it's but a do you amazing. know how busy they all are. Well, yeah, I've I know. Watched. I mean, this is the least to their concern right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is the. But it's not a, What I'm seeing is that. People in
0: the U.K. are upset about it because Harry, I guess you I, can I even understand. say, Andrew, that he served two tours of yes, duty in Afghanistan. What I'm
2: saying, it's short-sighted of the crown. I just don't know that they've had time, Lori, because I, I'm watching the travel schedule. Of yeah, Prince no, Charles. I
0: get that. But I mean, these, he's, I, I I guess to me, it would be the simplest thing to fix. Yes, of course
2: but we'll see if it does. No, it's, it won't. It's not till next Harry's Monday.
0: already left. He's already b- basically issued a, it is what it, he's like telling, trying to he's, calm people down, calm people down. But it's just like, people are like, um, but Harry is, he, I mean, he talked about, you know, how he found solace in the military. And you know, that after his, it gave him purpose as a young man in his twenties, trying to find his place in the world. So people are like, Why are you doing this? So good King Harry has been trending all day on Twitter, and people are not happy that Harry can't just wear his uniform. And, you know, he's just sitting back at, you know, Windsor Castle, not saying anything, but somebody is leaking like a sieve to the Daily Mail. You know, about, it's a weird thing to keep pushing this story and not just, they could just have it. He could just wear it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But again, yeah,
2: I've been They've watching that protocol. Um, people are doing things. I yeah. mean, um, King Charles III was in Ireland this morning, oh, very he, angry at another ink pot. He has got to see, he's got he, he has a hard time with signatures.
0: <laughs> he really is like uh showing his um edges.
2: Yeah, he really is. Yeah. I think he's on edge.
0: Yeah. Too. I think. Because he knows that people are 50 50 on liking him. Yeah. And yeah. his
2: mom just died. Yeah. And yeah. now he's 73 years old and has to do 76. all the 76 trombones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, people are wondering if in, an insurance company will uh, either, ever will work with Justin Bieber for a, a while because, you know, he canceled the whole of his world tour. I didn't even
2: know he had one.
0: Oh yeah, he going. To, he was going to Europe next year. Oh, all right. He's done it a few times, so each time it happens, I think it gets harder for the insurance companies and the promoters because they're all losing money. They have to give all the money back,
2: for, and there's some oh, money. I get it. of yeah. like, the cancellations because Justin Bieber canceled his. That's what I'm saying.
0: I, that it's another another. Justin so, Bieber, and this is like... Oh, well, I thought you
2: said Justin Timberlake. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Justin oh. Bieber. Um, <laughs> I, I'm like, I didn't know he was on tour.
0: No, no. Everyth- everything on his world tour through
3: 2023. Big time. Yeah, yeah, he, he's, yeah,
0: he it's Instagram. I just think... I don't think he wants to do it. I don't And either. based on the, the... I talked to a couple of people at the fair. Um, Casey's daughter and her, her husband went and saw him in Chicago, and they just were so excited. They've been bieber believers yeah, you know forever. since ever and
2: he just dialed it he in.
0: dialed it in yeah. he was so they said it was so disappointing so i guess it's good that he does that but he's citing his um uh whatever his ramsey hunt syndrome that's what he's blaming it on because it's a good way to get the insurance to pay some of the money i suppose
3: there you go
0: get the doctor's yes. note yes
2: Well, I mean, because it was really a true thing that happened to him, that his face was paralyzed.
0: Right, right. But he just doesn't want to go on tour, is what I think. Probably at the end of the day. I think he would just rather, you know, be with his wife. And he doesn't Mm. maybe really like it. Maybe it really stresses him out. He's not one of these artists that needs to be, thrives on on the road. Well, that's what we
3: learned with Shawn Mendes. Remember, he said that he was like, I thought I was ready to come back to all this. He was not ready. Yeah, he was did, like. He
2: canceled after like the third one. Third one, yeah. yeah. Right before yeah. here.
3: Right before he got to town
0: here. Yes, he did. Yeah. My,
2: Our niece was going. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So, anyway, he played six shows and did Rock the Rio. And then
2: now that's it. Then he's, he's done. He's all oh, done. Gosh. Oh. All right. So, we are going to take a quick break and we will be right back. This is Lori and Julia My Talk.